This call is being recorded. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Really good, really good. Uh, we're taping during Alabama-Mississippi State basketball, but uh, in the second half in a game long since decided with Alabama up uh, as we as I speak, about 34 with eight minutes, uh, eight and some change to go. So uh, I think offensively and defensively together, it's maybe our best performance of the season, certainly if not uh, one of the best, uh, but a bit of a dark cloud as we wait on the diagnosis of Josh Primo's injury. Yeah, and and as when people finally hear this, um, maybe we'll have some kind of diagnosis, who knows, but uh, I, I, I've seen all the, you know, prayers up and my prayers are up too. I, I'm going to will into existence that he didn't tear an ACL. <laughs> That's what I'm believing. Um, because I, I watched the injury, I rewound it and yes, he screamed. Yes, it hurt all that shit. But at the same time, he sort of was like looking up and making sure that the, you know, that we got the rebound and all this other stuff. So I'm thinking it's, you know, people forget how vulnerable you out are out there on a basketball court. You're, you're basically out there in your pajamas. And you if when somebody rolls up on your knee, it's scary as hell. And um, so I feel like maybe he's just more scared than hurt. I'm, I'm hoping that's the case. I'm not saying he was acting. I'm saying I'm trying to will positivity into this fact. <laughs> Well, I'm going to – I always want to be positive and optimistic, and um, I, I know I know of nothing for certain. It looked bad. I've seen injuries look bad, and it's nothing. Uh, I've seen injuries look less, and it was something really serious. I don't know. I just know that uh, whew, you need all hands on deck. Uh, you know, this SEC tournament's one thing. Next, next week is something else, and uh, – Man, I was just playing around with the seedings. Put it this way. I mean, it, it, it's several matchups away. Who would know? But based based on Lenardi's seedings, based on how Lenardi has done this and the way the tournament is going to unfold, uh, I mean, in terms of, of, of what the brackets will look like, based on Lenardi's bracket, Alabama would have a sweet 16 matchup with Oklahoma State. I'd be fine. Yeah, well, it'd be fun if we have Primo. <laughs> well, sort of, and I'm not saying that that's the one difference. I'm just saying, that, boy, you need all hands on deck. You're playing somebody that good, but it, it, it will yeah. be so much fun just because of the Cade Cunningham matchup. The very likely number one pick in the draft, probably guarded by Herb Jones quite a bit in that game. Uh, yeah, oh, well, it would be fun if we got that far. Yeah, you know, I'm look. I'm I'm not trying to short sell Primo here or anything, but I mean. Yeah, he he's really good, and I want him out there. I want him healthy. But let's—I mean, I, I think everybody's panicking just a little too much. I mean, we we're showing a lot of depth, and right now we're playing a lot of guys. We've got an all-star lineup out there right now of uh, Quinterly, Jawan Gary, Keon Ellis, James Rojas, who five minutes ago hit the side of the backboard, and Darius Miles. So I mean, <laughs> we're, look, we're getting some guys some valuable tournament experience right now, and uh, Quinterly is playing out of his GD mind. I mean, he just yeah. hit a little short jumper. That may be the first mid-range jumper we've taken all game, by the way, and he nailed it. Um, he is playing out of his mind. 
Uh, and, and, and the good news is, Primo, I, I think Quinterly would be the new guy in the starting lineup. But I've been saying if, if Primo's out, and I've been saying for weeks, I, I want to see more and more of Quinterly. I know defensively he's a bit of an issue or even a liability at times, depending on the matchup. But, man, our offense runs well when he's out there, and it seems like he never misses. And, uh, you know, uh, he, 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 he's a heck of a piece, no doubt. And uh, you're right, Luke. I mean, the depth is what makes this team this team. It's not one or two stars led by Primo. It's not that at all. Uh, and, 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 you know, if you're going to pick a guy to lose, I'm not saying you pick Primo, but it wouldn't have been – if you lose Herb, you're, you're not even the same team, you know. And, and I don't think you could lose Shackelford. I don't think you could lose Petty. Uh, so, you know, I, I agree we could survive. I'm just saying at some point we're going to play somebody really, really, really good, and we're going to want all hands on deck and all hands healthy. Jimmy, let me tell everybody about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. Use the promo code Locked On. You'll get that 50% welcome bonus. Go there. You can put your bet in on the uh, SEC tournament, Pac-12 tournament. ACC tournament, assuming they have any games left to play. Um, you can bet on anything you want to. You can bet on reality TV. You can play poker. You can play blackjack. Go to betonline.ag. Just give them a try and just put that money in. They take credit cards. It's very easy to put a deposit in. It's even easier to get paid out. So go to betonline.ag. Give them a shot. They've got all these uh, great future bets. Um, all the You can do parlays. You can do whatever you want to do. Go just give them a chance. Use the promo code locked on. That's betonline.ag. You will not regret that. Meanwhile, Kaleidoscope Media. Look, if you're building a new home or remodeling your current home and you need to truly envision your dream before greenlighting this project, you got to hear me out. The good folks at Kaleidoscope Media can help you with all your architectural visualization needs from seeing and exploring your remodel layout, envisioning your custom kitchen, to fully realize new home construction planning. They can help with it all. They specialize in 3D modeling and photorealistic rendering. And Kaleidoscope Media is owned and operated by a husband and wife duo of Cassie and Michael Moore out of Baldwin County. Michael served two tours in Iraq and is a decorated disabled veteran. Very cool. Michael, thank you for your service. Following his military career, he pursued a degree in industrial design. His talent, coupled with Cassie's love for people, made the perfect combination. Their goal is to save you money on future builds, remodels, and additions by virtually building the space using 3D modeling and photorealistic renderings. Go check them out at cal-media.com. That's K-A-L-media.com. See their amazing work for yourself. I'm going to go there myself today. And you can give them a call, too, at 251-517-7188. 251-517-7188. Go give them a try, cal-media.com, Kaleidoscope Media. All right, Jimmy. So, yeah, I say we just keep it right here on basketball for a bit. Emmanuel Henderson's committing tomorrow, but we can talk about that later. Um, first of all, how shocked are you were playing Mississippi State? Uh, shocked isn't the right term. Surprised. Uh, sure. I fully expected Kentucky to beat Mississippi state. And then I fully expected Kentucky to be a handful for Alabama today. You just sort of expected Kentucky to all of a sudden play great with their backs up against the wall. But Hey, like, like a friend told us once, I remember years ago here, and I <laughs> I've probably heard this my whole life, but for whatever reason, it sticks with me. Something I heard about six or eight years ago. And that's, you know, you are what your record says you are. That's who you are. 
and Kentucky, Kentucky's record speaks for itself. And while all year we expected because of the way they recruit and because how good John Calipari is, we expected all of a sudden someone was going to snap their fingers and Kentucky was going to be Kentucky again. But it ends up they are what their record says they are, and, and, and they lost to a pretty good Mississippi State team. I, I think us trouncing Mississippi State is kind of misleading in, in the sense that when they play well and aren't overwhelmed like we've done to them, Mississippi State's not a terrible basketball team. They're 8-10 and 10 in the SEC coming to this game just one game, you know, change the result of one SEC game, and they're 9-9, nine and nine, you know. So they're not terrible. Uh, we've just made them look terrible because Alabama is literally that good. But, uh, but yeah, I'm a, I was a little surprised. But in retrospect, we probably shouldn't have been. Here's something else I've thought about, Jimmy. Um, I really believe this. John Petty's had a decent day today. I mean, it hadn't been like, uh, you know, world beater day, but he's had a decent day. John Petty in the NCAA tournament is going to have a seven three-point game. Make seven three-pointers in one game in the NCAA tournament. I'm I'm making that bold prediction, just like my bold prediction of James Rojas will hit a big three-pointer for us at some point. Uh, and he ended up doing that against Mississippi State, ironically. Um, but I'm telling you, you can see that coming for Petty. It's not there right yet. It, there's He hit some threes today. He actually hit back-to-back at one point. But there's something that's not there just yet, but it's about to click. It's just, it's just time, and that's going to happen. Right. Um, the other thing that we could talk about uh, positively, look, it's so funny the way this team plays to me. Our fast breaks are literally um, hand the ball to Herb or to Petty, right? And then right. Uh, and then they sort of jog it up the court. And then all of a sudden we run a fast break from co- the quarter court. <laughs> I mean, we, we jog it up the, the court until we get about to the NBA three-point line. And then we sort of do our own little fast break real quick. And we whip it around the perimeter so fast we make you exert so much energy on defense. I swear I've seen Mississippi State shoot a lot of shots that are short because they're tired as hell. You get tired yeah. of dealing with, with chasing three-point shooters. Yeah, and they don't have the depth that Alabama's got, and we got to remember they're playing two days in a row, and this is sort of what it looks like when the first time all season probably they're playing uh, you know, two, two games in a row, two days in a row. And, uh, yeah, I can see why they're – you know, a little tired, and uh, and Alabama has such good depth. We're sort of made to do this. And and one thing that's so encouraging about the future is I think Nate Oates will tell you, and he's probably said this uh, anyway, but I think we play defensively exactly how he draws it up. I mean, in terms of like, this is what I want my championship defense to look like, and, and Alabama does that. Um, offensively we don't I think we play almost exactly like he wants but we don't hit enough shots consistently and that's going to be solved uh by recruiting uh because you know you can improve shooters and you you can really work on a kid and you can make him better but it's kind of like running backs I mean as we're going to find with uh with with Henderson uh on Saturday you recruit running backs you don't just sign some average kid and go, we're going to teach him to be fast and make people miss and run through tackles and spin at the right time and hurdle defensive backs. Those dudes are born, 
and, uh, and, and not made. And, and I believe shooters are, are the same way. Yeah, you can improve them, but, you know, you, you recruit them. And, and Alabama will do that over time. And uh, I think we're so close. It's amazing that in year two that Nate Oates has Alabama almost right where he wants them to be talent-wise, offensively and defensively. But let's say, you know, he, he, were, he didn't inherit a fantastic program from Avery Johnson, but I think he inherited enough good players to be good quickly. And I'm talking about Shaq, who committed to Avery. I'm talking about Petty and Herb and Alex Reese. And, 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 and to some extent, Colin Sexton, and what I mean by that is this, uh, Colin Sexton is still so recent and, and being selected in the NBA lottery, I think it kind of created, hey, Alabama basketball is a thing, you know, and, and I think that kind of carried over a little bit in, in, into this. So uh, just amazing that here we are playing our best basketball in the postseason, like me and you talked about for weeks, Luke, that, hey, the goal isn't so much a certain one loss record. The goal needs to be playing your best at the end. And here we are in the postseason, and uh, and this is one of our best games. Yeah, and, and boy, it is it is fun watching us right now. I mean, when we're whipping it around, and and we're we weren't even making shots, and we were fun. We I was at a restaurant watching the most of the first half, and I I just noticed I was like, how many threes have we shot? And they put the the uh, stat up just as I thought that we had shot sixteen three pointers. And we had only played 12 minutes in the game. That kind of blew my mind a little bit. I mean, you think about you think about that, you know, because we'd also shot some two pointers, right? And Mississippi State had the ball some too. I mean, do you, the kind yeah. of pace that we were jacking this up with is incredible. And I think at the time we were like six of 16 or whatever, so it wasn't awful. It wasn't great. What it was fine, um, but it's just that that pace. Right. Just wears people's asses out, and and, and, I, and I've I seen us shoot better. We've shot better than we shot today. Oh now, yeah, we, we shot well, but we've shot better than this, and that's why I'm saying this is our best game that we've played all year because it's not our A plus offensively, but offensively it's like an A minus. But the but the defense is A plus, and and I don't know that we we played a game where defensively and offensively we were A plus A plus, but this is as close. I think as we've come to that, but offensively we have played games where we played this fast and this well, but we actually made shots. That's why we scored 115 against Georgia. And in particular, I would say the best game we played all year. If it's not this today, it was the game at Baton Rouge. And that, and that was the game where we were just making threes all night. We never stopped making threes in that game. We're, we're making threes on the plane ride back home, uh, uh, you know, after that game. And unbelievably, we're only 12 of 33 for the game with three minutes left to go in the contest. And it feels like we have shot 86 three-pointers. It really does. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, yeah, the effort's you... been great. They played hungry. And hey, let me do one, one, one more note. He's played more minutes today than he normally gets to play because the score got out of control a little bit. But uh, I'm telling you, I don't know that it'll be next year. But Darius Miles, who hit a three right, right when I'm bragging right on then, it. yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Darius Miles is a good basketball player. I hope he does not get frustrated over minutes and leaves because I, I think Darius Miles is going to be fantastic. He needed a little more time in the incubator. I, I, I can see why he's not quite ready for SEC prime time, but the talent and the upside is ridiculous. 
Well, my question is, first of all, didn't he reclassify too? Or am I imagining? He, I, I don't recall that. He was at IMG, right? So, he was. Uh, yeah. I, I might be wrong about that. And, and I'm just, you know, you well, sort of just lose. Oh, my God. I thought he hit another three. It actually ran out. But uh, anyway, no, I don't think he's going to transfer. I think he's I think he knows. I think he knows. I mean, look, you know what he is? He's also left handed, which is interesting because he's got he could be a less of a defender, more of an offensive guy. Herb Jones kind of thing. You know, that's exactly what that's exactly what I look at. If we could get Miles to be a little more Herb like. Oh, goodness. Goodness. Because he's going to score baskets. I mean, the baskets will come easier for him than they do for Herb. We've just got to get him on the other end of the floor to be a little more like Herb, a little bit more of a hard hat guy and, and not just be consumed with, with, with the fun that he has on the offensive end. But, uh, uh, I mean, that's exactly what – that's why the Nate Oates program is perfect for him. Like Nate says, hey, you're going to have fun playing offense here, but you don't get to play offense unless you're playing on the other end of the floor. And, uh, uh, and I think that's why you don't see a ton of miles – yet but we will and uh whew, he's got some skills uh i don't know what scrub just came in from mississippi state but he has had more pump fakes than uh, uh <laughs> we have shot three-pointers i have never seen a dude pump fake he pump faked it's while costanza. he was in anyway he's costanza he, he pump fakes without the ball i've never seen anything like that. but anyway uh, Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Built Bar, builtbar.com, where you want to go to check out these delicious, nutritious health bars. And I call them health bars, but they're really like candy bars that are good for you. I know that sounds uh, counterintuitive, but trust me on this. Go to builtbar.com. This, these things are exploding. I'm seeing national advertising for Built Bar. I'm seeing all kind of web advertising for them. I'm telling you guys, we are not just blowing smoke here. The, the people that uh, advertise with us, they're good folks and they've got good products. And I'm telling you right now that Built Bar is where you want to go to check out something incredibly delicious, nutritious, good for a keto diet, covered in chocolate, a gazillion flavors. Uh, check them out on Twitter. Just all you got to do is search for Built Bar. Man, I'm telling you, you're going to love these things. If you just give them a try, use the promo code LOCKEDON20. LOCKEDON20 is the promo code you want to use at BuiltBar.com, and you will get 20% off that order, and you will really be thanking Jimmy and me later on. So BuiltBar.com, that's where you want to go. All right, Jimmy, uh, let me just go ahead. We'll we'll wrap up really quickly here. I'm going to actually be calling the game for television and radio tonight for the Alabama-Mississippi All-Star game is – the uh, awesome. normal, the normal television color guy uh, couldn't make it or whatever. I don't know. I, they just said, "Do you want to do it?" And I said, "Sure." And they said, "We'll just pick up the feed for radio for that too." So, um, but the irony is, at radio for the radio, I was going to be on site calling the game in Montgomery. Well, now because I'm doing it for TV and they're picking up our feed, I'm uh, I'm doing the game. I'm calling the game from Silicaga, just like at the state championship games. But I'm still excited about it. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun tonight. Uh, one thing that I noticed, um, and I'm not going to pretend that I keep up with a lot of girls basketball recruiting, but, uh, Tennessee's got two girls from the state of Alabama committed to the volunteers and I, Alabama's got nobody committed on either team, you know, uh, Mississippi or Alabama. And I just found that interesting. I mean, it you is. know, it, it's, it's not ideal. Um, I just, Man, I really uh, – I wish we could uh, 
keep some of these girls home. I mean, that's how I think we're going to get better as a program and build up interest as a program. I mean, yes, you want to get the best players you can possibly get, but I think to build interest in women's basketball as Alabama does complete this ass whooping 85 to 48. Um, what a, what a game, but, uh, and we all prayers up for Primo. Everybody knows that, but, uh, I just thought that was interesting. And then, of course, Alabama has uh, J.D. Davidson. Really looking forward to seeing what he does tonight, um, facing good competition. It won't be like the NBL, NBA All-Star game, but it also won't be like a state championship game in basketball. It's it's going to be sort of in between. Um, these kids do care about this Alabama-Mississippi thing, I promise you. There's a lot of pride involved with this. At the same time, they all know they got bigger fish to fry coming up. And, uh, my, my God, Marty, Marty – Smith or is it Marty McGee or Mark? Yeah, Marty Smith. Ready? What is going on with his hair? He looks like Johnny Bravo's thin cousin. What the hell was that? I'm not sure the uh, mask requirements have uh, have really helped Marty with his hair situation. <laughs> um, so I, I, I'm going to blame it on the uh, mask mask requirements. And of course, I have the TV on mute so we can do the podcast. I'm sure Nate's talking about Primo now, and we might you know hear a little bit later today, but. Uh, so tomorrow, Alabama will play the winner of uh, Tennessee, Florida. Missouri. No, Tennessee, Florida. Tennessee, Florida. What, what the heck was that? So uh, Tennessee, Florida, and uh, yeah, be a good matchup. Uh, I, 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 me, I think Tennessee is going to win today. I do, uh, but I won't be surprised either way. Florida is a very good team. I believe we played both teams once. That's correct. Isn't that right? Yeah, we didn't play either team twice. Uh, so, you know, and it was a while back. It was early in the season. So it's been a while since we've seen them. That'll be interesting. A couple of football notes as we're about to sign off again. I don't think we'll record again before Emmanuel Henderson commits. Luke and I both believe it will be to Alabama. Uh, it's not 100% sure, uh, as recruiting hardly ever is, because give a nod to Auburn, I, I think the kid would tell you, his favorite relationship and recruiting over the past three years. And Emmanuel has been recruited very hard for over three years by both Alabama and Auburn, but his favorite relationship is with Carnell Williams at Auburn. I'm sure it's going to be difficult for Emmanuel to say no uh, to Auburn for that reason. But uh, Luke and I both expect him to commit to Alabama and it will be a huge pickup. I mean, he's a five-star guy as it stands in the rankings. Uh, So he's a high quality athlete. I think he'll be a good back. I've always compared him on tape to Carryon Johnson, ironically, who, who had played at Auburn. And Carryon was SEC Player of the Year. I, I think Emmanuel at running back has that type of a ceiling. He can be that good. Uh, he'll just have to get to Alabama, hit the weight room, uh, learn to play uh, against great competition. Hey, it's going to be a learning curve for him. Geneva County ain't the SEC. Emmanuel – Emmanuel is likely to be the kind of back who in his freshman year is lost uh, simply because of what he's played against in high school. And that's okay. That's okay. He's not going to be the first guy uh, from a small school, small country, country ball school to have a difficult adjustment and then become a big star. And, and, and I think he can do that. Even Damian Harris, who didn't play against good competition in high school. I remember in his freshman year, a lot of Alabama fans going, I thought this guy was a five-star. He's not very good. Well, Damien just needed a year to adjust to the reality of the, of the new sport he was playing. And that's, uh, that's what Emmanuel is probably facing. But I'll be really excited to get him. Second football note, uh, we've had a question on Twitter for a couple of days from, uh, from Hampton uh, Sipper, who is uh, a fan of the show. We appreciate him listening all the time. 
Do you want to know some uh, inside scoop on, on Ray and Blue and, and what they mean to Alabama's program? And, and, and really, it's this simple uh, quickly. Um, about three or four years ago, a lot of technology was introduced to strength and conditioning that didn't exist before, including the catapult system, which is uh, machinery, a little almost like, an I, uh, almost like an iPhone that they stick in the shoulder pads of the players during practice and in games where everything can be measured. It measures everything. It measures speed and quickness and your heart rate and your blood pressure and, 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 and your brain activity. Who the hell knows what all is being measured by the catapult system? So we had all this stuff, and we were able to generate all this data from it that, that was, like, incredible to know. And I'm sure Nick and the coaches would look at that data and go, it is incredible that we know all this. And we can use this data to improve us. And they would look to Scott Cochran and say, okay, go make sense of this data and use this data to improve us. And Scott, because he's a normal human being like, like us, is like, I don't know how the hell to make sense of any of this. Uh, you know, he didn't, he didn't grow up with that sort of background. So when it came time for us to hire new strength and conditioning coaches because Scott Cochran was moving on, uh, I think the real goal was, you know, we don't just need a guy that's good at going, yeah, 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 in the fourth quarter. We need someone that can make sense of this data that we, that we generate and use that to improve us. Would you, and, that's you mean, how we, and that's how we found those guys. I, I had the thought, like, Scott Cochran sitting in his office with both hands up, holding four fingers up, you know, is because it's probably four o'clock in the afternoon, and our guys go in there with this all this data, and they are data or data, who gives a shit? And they walk in there, and they're like, they're like, uh, Coach Cochran, yeah, 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 uh, you doing okay today? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Coach Cochran, can you make sense of this data? Oh no, I can't do that. I'm very sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. I can't no, no, do that. No. Yeah, if, as long as that data tells us to lift more weights, yeah, 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 I got it. <laughs> and that's right. Scott's old school, and that's fine. Hey, that, it's that's not fine. Like, it's I'm not, not hating like on Scott. Scott. Cochran, not like Scott didn't do a great job when he was here. He he certainly did. He was very helpful and in and, and and responsible, partly responsible for winning games and the championship culture and the championships built here. But Nick Saban wanted a more scientific approach once the science became available to us. And yeah. that's how they found these guys who are cutting edge. And it's like, you know, Baloo's a little bit like Scott. You know, he, he kind of grew up a little old school, but he's got this partner, Dr. Ray, who is sort of the mad, you know, scientific genius behind it. And, and it's, really, it's really the combination of those two. We don't need to lose either one of them. They're, they're they're exactly what we want as a team. And uh, to me, Luke, it was totally obvious we had improved that aspect of our program last year. A lot of people think it's injury avoidance. Hey, kids are still going to get hurt. I mean, we don't need to pretend like Ray and Blue are here, no more season-ending injuries. That's bullshit. We saw what happened with Waddle. You can't, you can't stop that from happening. But you can improve all these aspects of your program, make it more scientific and give yourself a better chance to avoid it. So uh, it's been an A plus hire. And for all the people that panicked when Scott left because he wanted to pursue 
life as an on-the-field coach. A lot of people panicked. A lot of people were worried that that was the end. Nick is the greatest of all time because he just used it as an opportunity to improve the program, and he did. Absolutely nailed it, Jimmy. And actually, I don't think it was Hampton Zipper. I think it was John Koch, but uh, we want to give credit where credit is due who asked for that. Maybe Zipper did too. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, win one for the Zipper, I guess. huh? Um, anywho, uh, that'll do it. We will catch you guys next week, hopefully after an SEC basketball championship, after Emmanuel Henderson commits, and maybe after something good happens to me and Jimmy this weekend. So who knows? All right, buddy, roll tide. Roll tide.